Welcome to On the Way with Tony Chris. Each weekday, Dr. Chris will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Chris. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 194. Today, we're going to look at relationships. Relationships is what life is made up of in our everyday walk and our everyday living. Relationships are hard. Once we form them, to maintain them takes work, and it takes work on everyone's part, not just one. In a relationship between a husband and a wife, it can't be 50-50. It has to be 100-100%. In any relationship, whether it is at work, at school, in our own relationships with our family at large, with our children, with our greater family, and just friends, we have to work at it. We have to continually be building relationships or they will fall apart. They just don't happen. And so I want to help each of us to do a better job, and especially if we're in a leadership position, husbands and wives and children in that relationship, in employer-employee, in associates, in helping one another to succeed. Because you see, the best relationships are those where We serve each other, and we help each other, and we look for ways to help one another to succeed in all of life's endeavors. And so yesterday, I laid out a five-fold plan for execution. That is, how do we build relationships that last, and how do we keep from stumbling over one another? These things don't just happen and fall into place naturally. We have to learn to follow steps. And whether we're conscious of those steps or not, we're following those if we're going to have good relationship. Yesterday, I gave you a five-fold plan. Uh, Whether you're a teacher, whether you're a parent, whether you're a husband, whether you are an employer, employee, whatever the case is, in our relationships, we have to lay out expectations of what is expected, what we are expecting of others in a relationship. Once we, in leadership, lay out the expectations or the assignment, then we have to give someone the opportunity to fulfill that assignment. And that means giving them the equipment, the training, whatever they need, budget if that's the case in an um, employer-employee relationship and a staff relationship and a government relationship. We have to give people the opportunity to succeed and to do what we're asking of them to do and not micromanaging them, standing over their shoulder. Then we have to hold them accountable, and that takes communication skills. We have to find out how to communicate with people. Uh, Everyone doesn't communicate the same way. Depending upon the personality, there are various means of communications we can use, and husbands and wives, and even with children, those of us who have more than one child, we know that each child is different, is unique in the eyes of God, and created uniquely. So we need to find out what is the best way to communicate with each child, what is the best way to lay out expectations, how do we give them opportunities that is supervised and along with their age appropriately watch over them, hold them accountable, and then finally assess them 
in getting the job done. We might be asking them to do something they simply are not equipped and trained to do, nor is it a fit for them. And so we have to assess their aptitude, their ability, whether they're capable of doing something. And then we always have to assess attitude because attitude is very important in every area and every arena of life. And finally, once they have succeeded in whatever it is that we have expected of them, then we need to grant them applause. We need to reward them. We need to bless them, help them to understand that with obedience and effort and fulfilling a task and assignment, it brings great reward. And so today I want to center in on the idea of expectations. I call this an assignment. If you're a teacher, you know you have to make the assignment clear. And as I've mentioned before, it's not just a matter of writing it on the board, putting it on an electronic device, getting them to sign a paper. The child can do that. You can do that. And the parents can do that. But that doesn't mean the assignment is understood. We have to make sure that children especially understand, teenagers understand the assignment. Young adults understand the assignment. And many times as we get older, we have to make the assignment very clear because the older we get, the more preconceived ideas we have about what people want. So we need to learn to listen to an assignment so that we can really understand what are the expectations. And I found out the best way to do that is just write it out. We don't like to write out our thoughts because then they become concretized. They get on paper. People can hold us more accountable, but I believe it's the best way to do it. I believe that's uh, important in writing out a testimony. Many people in trying to write out their testimony of what life was like before they met Jesus, about how they met Jesus, and then what life has been like since, find out that they've never met Jesus to begin with. And that starts by just writing something out, because when we put our thoughts down on paper, it looks different than it does in our head. Writing out an assignment and an expectation gives people great comfort, and I want to encourage you to write out an assignment, especially if you're a pastor going to a, a church. God has laid out your assignment, and you need to lay that out before a pastor search committee, a pulpit committee, whoever it is that you're dealing with, and let them know this is what God's assignment is, no matter what their job description is. And if you need help with that, write me at questions at TonyCrisp.org, and I'll be delighted to give you the biblical assignment of what an elder is. The same thing is true with a deacon. The church that I'm dealing with now and helping now and being blessed by now to work with, we've written everything out so everyone knows what the expectations are, what the job assignment is, what the task is for the pastor, for the elders, for the deacons, and the expectations on the congregation. These things are so important. It's true with a husband and a wife. God has given a biblical role assignment, an assignment to the husband, an assignment to the wife, an assignment to the children. And we need to find out what those biblical role assignments are and begin to exercise those in the power of the Holy Spirit. So writing something out, God's written out what his expectations are of us in the Bible. He's given us what we can expect of him, and God fulfills his end of it all the time. So make the assignment clear. If you're an employer, this helps out in all relationships. You need to ask the question, can this person do the task, and can they do it well? What do I really expect? Not just what you say, but what you're really going to be satisfied with. Then people have a right to know that and need to know it if they're going to fulfill your expectations. 
Where can they work or get other help? That is, if you're going to ask them to do something, what's the workspace you're going to give them to do it in? What is the particular assignment as far as when does it need to be done? And why does it need to be done? The generation that we call millennials and below now uh, ask why, and that's a good thing. Uh, When I was growing up, if your father or your mother or an elder told you to uh, do something, you didn't ask why. Many times that would cause punishment, a swift punishment. But that's not really good parenting. We don't just do things because the parent says so. And that's okay for a while. And that's okay to train quick obedience and rapid obedience. But that's based off of trust and uh, the fact that the answer to why question, the why question has already been answered. God doesn't expect us to just trust him blindly. Faith is trust is not a leap into darkness. It's a leap into light because we have trusted God because he is faithful and he always keeps his promises he always does what he says and so uh, sometimes it's just telling someone what is the next step when you get this finished this is my expectation that you don't wait around for me to do something or say something but you go on to the next step so we need to ask ourselves the questions if we're going to have good relationships with anyone as far as our expectations We need to ask ourselves the question, have I made the assignment clear? Have I made the expectations clear? Have I made those concise to where someone can actually speak it back to me? Not some big, long one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, but what is the next step? What is it, the next step that will need to be accomplished? And that's very important sometimes. People just want to know and be able to walk in the light that they have, and they can't remember five things or three things or ten things, but what is the next thing that's expected of me? Have we made it manageable? Have we taken anything for granted? Have we assumed too much? Assumption is a great tool of the enemy to get us sideways with one another in our relationships with our spouse, with our children, with our parents, with our employers and employees and those that we work with, friendships. Sometimes we assume too much. We need to ask the question behind the question, and that is, what should I have known if uh, something goes sour and uh, goes south on us? And so I want to encourage you in your relationships to make your expectations clear to one another. Don't assume. And if you have a passive-aggressive personality, please don't try to manipulate someone into thinking that you mean something when you mean something else altogether uh, because it's hard to we're not telepathic and we can't read one another's minds and whatever your personality is whether you are aggressive whether you are assertive whether you are passive aggressive passive assertive all of those different kinds of personalities just stop all of that garbage and make the assignment and the expectation clear because if you don't make the expectation clear then nobody can meet it and it's always some vague ambiguous target out there that nobody can hit. So let your children know exactly what you expect of them. Then expect of them obedience. In a relationship between husband and wife, let the other one know what you expect of them in any area, no matter what it is. And then sometimes you have to work out those expectations because when our expectations are too great and they're unrealistic, uh, sometimes we need to talk those out because uh, the other things that I'm going to be talking about in the days ahead come into play. Expectations have to be met with reality. And so we need to have realistic expectations on one another. 
God will help us with that. So I hope this helps in getting us started in building great relationships. Remember, it's always better to build a bridge than to burn it. Sometimes we have to burn bridges. Sometimes relationships are toxic and sour and bad, and they cannot be fixed because it takes two to reconcile and to walk together. How can two walk together except they be agreed, says the prophet Amos. And so I pray that God will help you as you walk on the way to build great relationships. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.